Welcome to Season 5, Episode 4 of the 5-Minute LinkedIn Marketer. My name is Karen Hollenbach, and in this episode, I explore how to develop a LinkedIn profile strategy. I also answer a question from a listener about how to announce the retirement of their CEO on LinkedIn. When I work with clients on their LinkedIn profile strategy, there are some key concepts we explore to help them better understand how to embrace the power of LinkedIn. So let's start with this. I want you to imagine LinkedIn is like a virtual room and your profile is you networking as you. The behaviours are different to those expected of you on more, let's say, social, social media platforms. And if you're not really a social media person, that's a good thing because being active on LinkedIn is really less about being a prolific content creator and more about being a strategic content curator. And when I share this with clients, they're really quite relieved. So if you're a community leader, LinkedIn is a great place to nurture the goodwill from your in real life networks to help spread the word about the work you and your organization's doing to help others. And so thinking about this and in the context of a LinkedIn profile strategy, your LinkedIn profile can be leveraged as your 24 seven, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week online ambassador. And as a LinkedIn member, you're part of a community where you can contribute to conversations as well as share your own perspective. So this is really important context if you're really sort of wondering, well, where do I start with my LinkedIn profile strategy? It may be helpful for you to imagine your LinkedIn profile is a professional landing page for you to manage your own personal brand and online reputation. It's a great way for you to let people know who you are, what you do, and how you can help by showcasing the relevant components of your professional experiences and achievements. And there's a variety of different ways you can do that on your profile. And so I recommend you use your LinkedIn profile to add a personal touch to give people a sense of your unique approach and perspective, as well as potentially also showcase your subject matter expertise. So let's think about your goals for your LinkedIn profile strategy. If the communities you wish to influence are on LinkedIn, consider your capacity to commit to this platform as your first choice when you open your phone or look at your desktop for the purpose of networking and engaging with your community. Why? because showing up consistently and liking, commenting, reposting, and posting value-adding content is part of being a thought leader on LinkedIn. Now, you cannot live on a digital diet alone, and I really do think you get maximum benefit out of a LinkedIn profile strategy when you connect what you're doing in real life, networking events, conferences, presentations, client meetings, with what you're doing on LinkedIn. So in the 2022 LinkedIn Edelman B2B Thought Leadership Impact Report, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes, it was identified that high quality thought leadership will be more important than ever 
for organisations seeking to break through with decision makers at current and prospective clients. So the organisational clients. It also identifies what B2B decision makers and C-suite executives, if that's who you're trying to influence, expect from short from thought leadership during this time. So this means your ability to understand the issues your community are facing and being part of that conversation and the solution will help set you apart on LinkedIn. So what's really important in the context of this for your profile is it's not about setting up a great profile and then posting content. It's a two-way conversation. It's a professional community. You need to be there regularly, but there's not that pressure for you to be that prolific content creator. You have to approach it with intellectual rigor and a sense of intention. So thought leadership doesn't have to mean writing white papers, but it can and should mean demonstrating an understanding of the following. And this is really the cornerstone of developing your LinkedIn profile strategy. Think about this. What do you want to be the go-to for on LinkedIn? And you can position this in your mind in terms of your areas of expertise and your professional approach. So I always talk about this idea of I want to be known absolutely as someone who can help you with LinkedIn, but also someone who's helpful and approachable. So think about, well, what's my version of that? Also think about who your ideal clients and stakeholders on LinkedIn are, and especially the ones you wish to engage with, either by following them, reposting their content, or posting content that will help them solve the issues they are currently facing. Think about the LinkedIn members and organisations who regulate or commentate on the topics related to your subject matter expertise and the industries your ideal clients and stakeholders are governed by. So if you're listening to this and you're at the beginning of developing your LinkedIn profile strategy, I recommend there's a research step that will help build your confidence and knowledge about the conversations your industry, ideal clients and stakeholders are having on LinkedIn. So you can really stay informed with the LinkedIn newsfeed. And this is the home feed and it contains updates from your network, companies and the interests that you follow, recommended content and of course sponsored content. You can customise your feed experience to ensure you're engaging with conversations that matter to you. And that is a key way to improve your LinkedIn user experience. Unfortunately, you can't influence the promoted posts in your newsfeed. So it really is how these platforms make their money by being able to advertise to you. And I think it's fine to accept that as part of the the rules of engagement. So take the time to curate the people and organizations you follow on LinkedIn. And this is a game changer. You've heard me talk about this before if you're a long time listener of this podcast. So once you follow a person or organization's company page, you can ring their bell at the top right hand side of their intro card or their company page to specify whether you want to say receive all of their posts or their top posts. And in this way, you can be notified and really be have set that intention about the content that you're choosing to engage with or read on LinkedIn. And I think in the digital age, our ability to corral the technology around us and to set those goals. It's Cal Newport, 
uh, who wrote Digital Minimalism. He's also written Deep Work and a number of other best-selling books that talks about this idea of having operating procedures for the technology that you use in order for it for you to get maximum value from it. So I'll include in the show notes an attachment to a longer form blog on Think Bespoke's website where I give you some examples of specific ways to control and customize the content that appears in your feed and really do take the time to do this, especially if you're in that early stage of developing your LinkedIn profile strategy, or perhaps you've been busy emailing people and haven't had great results on LinkedIn and you're realizing that you need to take an alternative approach. So do this research step. So by now you might be thinking about what you want to be the go-to for on LinkedIn and who are the ideal clients and stakeholders on LinkedIn you wish to engage with. So with these thoughts in mind, take a fresh look at your LinkedIn profile. Does it make sense in light of your goals for LinkedIn? Importantly, there's been a lot of changes to profile features with LinkedIn offering options, including creator mode and the LinkedIn newsletters. And even the, even the featured section, I come across many clients who have not really leveraged that section. So do review your profile with your goals for LinkedIn in mind and consider how best to showcase the relevant parts of your professional story. There are many sections you can display on your profile. So to learn more about that, again, have a look at the long form blog in the show notes to read more about that and browse our knowledge base on Think Bespoke's website. Okay, so LinkedIn profile strategy summary and some final actions you can be taking now that you have thought about these steps and set your intentions. Assuming you've refreshed your LinkedIn profile, curated your LinkedIn newsfeed and spent time on LinkedIn better understanding the trending and relevant conversations for your focus, you may feel ready to repost or post content via your LinkedIn profile. Now your LinkedIn homepage provides daily opportunities to learn about your network and share professional updates and content, but don't feel like you have to post every single day. The rule of less is more, and I'd argue less is better, applies here in terms of posting. So sharing a post from an authoritative source is a great way to establish your thought leadership by demonstrating you are part of a bigger conversation and have a perspective to add. And what that authoritative source is, is going to depend on the industry that you're in and the regulatory bodies that govern your industry. You can post content on LinkedIn using the starter post box at the top of the LinkedIn homepage or repost updates from other LinkedIn members or pages. Of course, what you share will depend on your focus for LinkedIn. If you've activated creator mode, which is one of those more advanced options, I recommend you share content consistent with the three to five hashtag hashtags you've associated with your profile and said that you care about. Um, here are some examples of some things, just as a final note, that you could be doing on LinkedIn once you've made these decisions decisions as part of your LinkedIn profile strategy. 
So you can publish a LinkedIn article or even think about committing to a LinkedIn newsletter if you're in creation mode. You could post PDF guides or client case studies. You might like to run a poll from time to time designed to start a meaningful discussion. You can post videos. You can even apply for LinkedIn Live and LinkedIn audio events. You can share photos of events you attend, lead or have presented at and do make sure you have people's permission to share these. So you can then tag them and use alt text in images to ensure that your photos are accessible to members with visual impairments. And don't overlook reposting updates from your organization's company page along with a commentary. And remember to mention people and organizations if relevant. So there you have it, a long episode today, a lot to think about and do check back in and tell me how you go with the development and implementation of your LinkedIn profile strategy. And now for, and now for our listener question. This episode's question is from Kim, who's the communications and digital marketing manager for a business consulting and services firm here in Victoria. Kim asks, We are soon to announce the retirement of our co-founder and CEO for personal reasons. This has only been announced internally to date. We are announcing it to our subscribers via a newsletter that also celebrates our 20 year anniversary, a kind of full circle moment. I'm unsure about how to announce it on LinkedIn. Do I post a link to the newsletter or create a different post? There's a second question in here from Kim Also, how do I try to capture his 3,000 plus followers and transfer them to our new CEO, if that's even possible, who has been in the business a long time, or transfer them to our company page? So there is a lot in this question. So I'm going to break it down uh, for Kim in my answer. And I did respond to Kim at the time. Uh, She asked me this question via LinkedIn messaging which is an option for anyone listening to this episode. If you want to be included in upcoming episodes, please, you can message me via the podcast or you can message me via LinkedIn. So here were my thoughts that I shared with Kim. I'd plan a couple of posts from the company page. Start with a photo and a link to the newsletter. Create a separate post with a photo of the CEO in action and an explainer. So that's really answering that first part of the question. The second question, in terms of the 3,000 plus followers, Kim could do a few things. So she could take a photo of the two of them together. So the retiring co-founder and CEO and the new CEO and post this from their profile individually, separately, mentioning the new CEO and encouraging people to follow them and the page. And the key thing with this is that human connection. You'll see with both examples answering question one and question two, it's about having that photo of the individual. My other suggestions were to reshare the updates from the page with announcements to the profile, encouraging followers to the CEO's profile and to the page. And then finally, from the CEO who's about to retire, you could export a list of contacts from that profile 
and identify which ones you need to message individually from the profile with the news and what action you'd like them to take. So a little bit labor intensive, but depending on the nature of that relationship and how engaged they are with the organization, probably worth the effort. So that did answer Kim's question. Um, And if you have further questions that you'd like to ask me and have them included on the podcast, please reach out. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. If you'd like to learn more about how to leverage LinkedIn, I'd love to be your guide. Sign up to my e-insights, my monthly newsletter that's packed with LinkedIn tips, thought starters and exclusive subscriber offers. If you're just starting out on your LinkedIn journey, I'm so glad you've found me and I recommend you check out my LinkedIn Profile Essentials online course. If you want to be the go-to for your organization's LinkedIn presence, I recommend you check out my LinkedIn Marketing Mentoring Program. Mm